This episode is brought to you by my latest program, Inner Alchemy. Inner Alchemy is all about alchemizing, shifting, and transmuting your stuck emotions, your limiting beliefs, and your old programming. We are, by our true nature, whole, happy beings, able of allowing in infinite abundance, peace, and joy. However, we have acquired throughout our lifetime beliefs that we have taken on, stuck emotions that we have repressed, and programming taken on from um, previous lives, simultaneous lives, generational experiences, early childhood experiences, as well as adult experiences. So in this program, we get to learn all the tools that I use to powerfully clean out and shift all of these things so you can live a life of joy, happiness, and abundance. Come join us. You can find us in the link in the show notes, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Karina Levon. You are the universe. You are that which created the universe, and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience, and you get to have a life that is one of joy, peace, and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Hi everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to Beyond Stardust. So today I have a little bit of a different episode than usual. Today I'm going to talk about something that I released, a free offering that I released. And I think I already spoke about this in maybe one or two of my other episodes. I know there's an episode I did where I spoke about some of the tools and tricks that have helped me manifest consistently, like some of my favorite tools for manifestation. But today we're going to go deeper into one of them because I created a free worksheet to use this method in your life. Now, um, the worksheet is called Manifest and it is a, you know, there's a little bit of an introduction and then there's some blank journal pages for you to do this activity. And it's a complete, almost all-in-one manifestation tool. It is an all-in-one manifestation tool because I've manifested so many things just from using this tool. However, as I've mentioned before in my seven-step manifestation um seven steps to manifestation, there can be other factors. So if your manifestations aren't coming in, like some of them may be coming in, but some of them may just seem to not be dropping in no matter what you do, you can look at some of the other seven steps that you may be missing. And, you know, some common ones are the clean out process, cleaning out your subconscious beliefs, programmings, emotions, um, the receiving step, the, the, the step number six, trusting and holding the faith, really taking your hands off of it and just trusting that it's happening in, in the right divine timing. Now, I don't necessarily believe in quote unquote divine timing, but I do believe in trusting that, you know, it may not look like the timing that our human, that our mind thinks it should take. So um, why don't we start this episode by recapping the seven steps to manifestation in case um, you either haven't listened to the episode or it's been a while. (laughs) So, and then I guess I'll tell you just a brief little, you guys probably already know the history, my history about manifestation, but I'll just tell you a brief little background. So 
I have been, I've known about manifestation, I guess you could say in some ways all of my life. My mom was really into, you know, all of, was was like really into new age spirituality. Um, she practiced magic and she tried to tell me at one point and I totally forgot, but she reminded me, she's like, remember when I manifested that house? And I was like, and she's like I told you we sat on the lawn together and visualized receiving the keys to the house and I'm like I don't remember and I was like I think I for that house when I moved into that house I must have been like 11 or 12 so anyway and one of the visualizations that my mom would put on for me to sleep when I was like five six seven between like yeah five and ten was a manifestation visualization but I didn't know that until you know none of, I didn't know any of that when I first really became like consciously aware and believing in manifestation was um, was in the early 2000s. And well, at first my mom gifted me a book called Creative Visualization. And again, I flipped through it, did a little bit of the exercises, but didn't really take it seriously. And it wasn't until The Secret came out in 2006 that it really hit me. Like, it's like, my soul said yes my soul said this is it this is true even though i had already heard about it i'd been dismissing it because my mind is very like logical analytical i'm very like cerebral (laughs) so um so yeah so when i first saw the film the secret came out in 2005 or 2006 that i was like my soul is just like this 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 is the explanation for everything you're not being punished for your suffering. You are just in these cycles of thoughts, beliefs, and feelings, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so from about then all the way until now, I've been obsessed. <laughs> Absolutely obsessed. I've read, I haven't read everything yet because there's a lot of material out there, but I, I've been reading everything I could get my hands on, watching all the YouTube videos, watching all the Abraham Hicks, what, um, Reading all the big names, as I already said, audiobooks, um, anything, anything, anything. I've taken classes on it. Like, I've done so much. If you, you pro- there's some things I've never, you know, can't say I d- did everything. Like, sometimes people will mention something and I'm like, I've never heard of that. But most everything you can bring up, I, I can guarantee I've tested it. I've tried it. <laughs> so, um, so, it became really good at manifesting. I got the hang of it. But the problem was, was that A, I was using it in desperation when I was really desperate. And then I would like, so I would like really be intentional about, about getting into gratitude, about, you know, like journaling, about all these practices that I had learned, visualization, meditation. And then as soon as things were like seemingly fixed, as soon as the thing dropped in and I was like, okay, I got this thing, I would drop it all. My life would go back to misery. I lived in a constant state of like cycle in and out of depression, mostly in. (laughs) And it was such a temporary little glimpse of, I can't even say it was even a glimpse of happiness. It was like, oh, this is fun, but it still didn't bring me the happiness that I was looking for. So fast forward and until, you know, the last three years and finally it was like, okay, Things have got to change. <laughs> Things have got to change. This roller coaster I'm living on is not fun. I hate life. I literally hated life. 
And even though I know manifestation works because I've proven it to myself again and again and again, I'm not any happier. Any money I manifest disappears just as fast as it came. All the relationships I manifest end up being toxic or, you know, somebody or the ones that weren't toxic. It's like I wasn't fully into them. And, um, and just, yeah, it just wasn't bringing me what I thought it was going to bring me. And so as you guys know, cause I've talked about this before, I committed myself to gratitude was one of the first things I committed to myself to, but I also committed myself to really figuring out what was missing from the manifestation process. And I had already like going back through my journals, I realized I had already understood that I needed to, um, heal my inner world in order for my outer world to shift. But I was so, we become addicted. You know, we become addicted to the fight or flight mode. We become addicted to thinking about our problems. It's a literal addiction that happens and we dive into it, it becomes our comfort zone. So that's what had happened. So I knew what I had to do. I knew what I should be doing, but I didn't, um, I didn't do it right? Because unhappiness, fight, being in fight or flight mode and all of that, that stuff that, that accompanies that, the, the hormones that get pumped through us, the chemicals that get pumped through us, the haywired nervous system is what we're used to. It's playing out these programs that we've been holding on to, right? So anyway, I finally figured out a few things. One, I figured out a, using gratitude, I shift, started shifting my main state of being, meaning I started weaning myself off of that addiction of chaos, of um, fight or flight. I started becoming, you know, gratitude, love, joy started becoming more and more my main state of being. And, and, and yes, I do credit gratitude for a majority of that. That's why I'm so pushy about gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Seriously, changed my freaking life. And and when I and the reason is because I've been practicing gratitude for you know for over almost two decades, but here and there it was like a it was like a means to an end instead of gratitude for the sake of gratitude. That's what shifted is making gratitude a non-negotiable and doing it for the, yes, of course, to shift things, but like really just to be in that energy of gratitude instead of like, well, I know gratitude is going to change this. You know what I mean? So, um, so I know a lot, of, a lot of you, if not all of you already have heard the importance of gratitude. But were you, are you, you have to be honest with yourself or you get to be honest with yourself. Are you like I was where it's like, yeah, of course I know gratitude. And I use it some, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> or is it that, yes, it's one of the most important things in my life is to anchor into the feelings of gratitude, not because of what I think it's going to bring me, but because it's, it's the closest thing to that divine unconditional love. And I feel amazing when I do it. And I feel how it carries me forward through my day in that same level of energy. Okay? So anyway... That helped me shift out of the addiction of these misery emotions. And then I really was able to start doing the deeper healing. So that was one of the missing pieces was I was actually manifesting from a place of conscious intention, but also subconscious programming beliefs and stuck emotions. So I'd get the relationship, but it would also reflect all those deeper wounds I had. I'd get the money, but it would also reflect those deeper beliefs I had was holding on to. I'd get the vacation, 
but I'd be a miserable, complaining, whining brat on the whole entire vacation and be miserable. (laughs) So you see, I was getting, I was manifesting all the things, but it was not just reflecting my conscious intentions. It was reflecting my subconscious programs, beliefs, and stuck emotions, right? The stuff that I wasn't cleaning out. So I finally got to do some of the cleaning out process. And then also I had learned about the, the importance of like feminine energy when it came to relationships. I had learned about that back in 2000. I'd started learning about that back in 2015, I think, 14 or 15. Um, I ended up in a pretty toxic relationship and I was miserable. I was very miserable and somebody recommended a feminine relationship coach and I really got into her work and I tested it and found out that this stuff really works. This feminine polarity stuff really works. And then I started realizing how it's not just in relationships that this applies to. There's this balance of masculine and feminine energy in all of areas of our lives, including manifestation. And Anyway, as I was learning more and more and actually implementing it and actually making changes and actually finding myself manifesting in a more consistent basis, finding myself creating manifestations that actually reflected what I desired and not, you know, and not having to wait for the other shoe to drop, not having to wait for the misery to settle in, um, I realized where I had been you know, my areas that were that I was missing kind of, I guess you could say my missing pieces previous to this and where other people's missing pieces tend to be in the manifestation process. So I put together a seven-step process to manifestation. So that way people could understand the whole picture beyond, beyond, you know, ask, believe, receive, or, or ask, get into alignment, receive, whatever, all the different steps, right? So this is the complete seven step. And it's not like a formula. It's not, I mean, it is a formula kind of, but it's not like, okay, do one, then two, then three, then four, then five, then six, then seven, and you're done. It's meant more as a, like a flow. So it's like a cycle. So you go like, you definitely do one and then two and then three and then four. And sometimes that'll lead you back to three and then that'll lead you back to four. And it's a beautiful cycle and it'll flow and you'll know exactly what step you need to tend to at different situations. If you if you open yourself up to the awareness of how you're feeling in every moment. Okay, so the seven steps are step one, decide. You get very clear on your desires, very clear. Step two is declare. Now this is not, this is like kind of like a step one B, but I included it because I wanted a place where I could put in like, where do you make your vision boards? Where do you, you know, do your, maybe write down affirmations. This is where you get to choose a tool that feels fun for you to anchor in the belief that it is done. It's not a hundred percent necessary. Like just declare. Once you, once you decide, once you make a decision and intention, it's done. It's already done. Once you like picture it in your mind, it's done. So the, the declare step, step number two is more for just you, you to um, feel like it's done or something that you can look at and really anchor. And for me, you know, for some people, vision boards are really powerful. They like to look at their vision board and visualize having it now. And this is where this tool that I'm, that I developed, this worksheet, this free worksheet comes in. Okay. So I'll get to that in a minute, but let me just go through the seven steps real quick. Step number three is the cleanup process. So this is where you shift those limiting beliefs, those programs, those stuck emotions that you've put away since 
very young age, even past lives, that, that stuff that's been, that's, that's living in your DNA from, from past generations, that stuff that's living in you, in you from past lives, AKA also simultaneous lives. Um, so we shift all that. So that way, when our manifestation comes in, it's not reflecting all of that in addition to what we desire. It's just reflecting the joy, abundance, peace, love that we are beneath all of that. So that's step number three. That was one of the biggest missing steps for me. Step number four is um, get into alignment, stay in alignment. So, you know, get on the vibration of having the thing now. Um, Step number five is aligned action. This can be a missing one for many people. So people think they can, they just sit back and it just all falls into their lap. And while that can happen, many times action is going to be required of us. But if we're following our feelings, following our good feelings, following our expansion, alchemizing our contraction, but following our expansion, that leads to aligned action. So the aligned action is always going to feel, it might feel a little scary, but it's going to feel exciting. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel, but of course it's going to feel like a hell yes. It's going to feel like, it's not going to feel like, oh God, do I have to do that? Right? Aligned action. Step number six is hold the faith, trust and hold the faith. So you just have to like, when you plant, when you plant an apple tree, you don't then look at it and say, well, there's no apples, so this isn't working. No, you trust and hold the faith that if you continue to water it, put it in sunshine, give it some plant food, take care of it, that eventually apples are going to come. And so you don't plant an apple tree and then immediately look for the fruit, right? So trust and hold the faith is that you've planted the seed, you've done the work. Your job is just to trust and hold the faith that the fruit will come, that the apples will bloom. As long as you keep watering it and tending to it, the apples are going to bloom. As long as you keep tending to your soil, meaning maintaining that, that, that state of your natural state of your natural main state of joy, peace, divine love. And the way that you do that is by is by when the things come up, when the when the limiting beliefs come up, when the limit when the negative emotions come up, when the programming comes up to release them. And I teach a whole program around this that I'm actually starting right now this week. So that way you can allow through that, you know, those quote-unquote higher vibrations. So one of the misconceptions is that high vibe is something you have to do like it takes energy it takes effort and takes energy but that's not true at all high vibe which actually isn't like isn't like that super excitement it's like this grounded yes love of course peace joy like it's this really solid expanded energy and it's our natural state it's our natural state so it's not about putting an effort to become that or to do that. It's about eliminating every, all the logs that are clogging up the dam to allow that flow of that energy, right? So the cleanup process. And the st- so anyways, that aligned action, tending to your soil, <laughs> tending to your energy. I'm sorry, not aligned action, trusting and holding the faith. That's your job to yourself and then trust and hold the faith and then seven receiving so this is where the feminine energy comes in this is where the lean back allowed yourself to receive um 
be honest with yourself of whether you really are good at being in the energy of receiving, how you genuinely feel around receiving, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that's the seven. That's the complete seven steps of manifestation. Literally from almost two decades of research, practicing, finding what works, finding what doesn't, that includes everything. Like there might be little subtle differences in the way that people teach certain aspects of it, but that encompasses everything, everything that goes into the whole manifestation process. And a lot of it gets done unconsciously. But the reason I laid it out in a seven-step process is so that you have something that you can go to and be like, oh, yeah, okay, I see where I was doing all this. But you know what? I wasn't trusting and holding the faith. I was really gripping onto this. And I was really wondering, where is it? Where is it? Why isn't it working? Or maybe you were doing all of that, but you know you weren't doing the cleanup process like, like I wasn't. Or maybe you're doing all everything else, but it's like, oh, but when it comes to receiving, there's some sticky energy around that. So it's not about like... It's less about do, 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 do all these seven steps. And it's more just kind of like a, um, a like, I guess, roadmap. I don't even know if I like that word. But it's more like a way for you to look at it and see, oh, okay, this is, this is where I was, like, maybe stumbling. This is where I was, I didn't really understand that step. Okay? So this goes to the free resource that I have for you guys, Manifest. And I'll put the link um I'll put a link down below for you to get your worksheet if you haven't gotten it yet. It's a completely free worksheet and it is all about this. So it at a while ago I sat down and I decided to be get very clear about my de- desires and I made a list in the back of my journal slash day planner thing, this book that I carried around everywhere I went. Um, and I, I don't know if you've heard of Erin Condren planners, but they're really pretty. They have all these different colors and custom like fronts. And they used to come with like lots of line paper in the back. And it was just like, I loved these things. I used to buy one every year. And I used to buy a colorful, beautiful pen. And so I took my, my, my Erin Condren planner <laughs> And in the back, I took seven pieces of seven of the lined sheets of paper, and I wrote in beautiful colored pens on each of the top, seven categories, right? And I, this is all in the worksheet, so I'm not going to go all too deep into that part. And then I started listing everything I desired, saying, I'm so happy and grateful now that, and then I just listed everything. So happy and grateful now that I have this beautiful home. Then, you know, I put a little dash in between the, each, each thing on the list. Um... It's on the beach. I have a beautiful view of the beach. It's decorated in that. I don't know. That that wasn't actually anything I ever wrote down. But I was just trying to make up some things. Decorated in golds and and pinks and grays. I don't know. Whatever. But, you know, and then just listed every single little detail. And I tuned into my heart and soul and just listed everything that I, that I wanted in that area. So I put it in each category. I would put the make my list. And then what I did was after I completed my list, I would then every, I, cause I like to walk down to the coffee shop and grab, get my little cappuccino and sit there and like do my day planner. And so every day as when I did my little day planner and journal, I would go in the back and read my list, 
read my list and feel into it. So I'd go back and read it. I'm so happy and grateful now that I have this type of partner and my partner does this and it's like this and da 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 and I and I would just feel into it as I was reading over it again and sometimes like I'd reach certain things I'd be like oh you know what that doesn't feel so exciting anymore and I'd cross it out or I'd finish the, li- the list reading the list and I'd be like oh I want to add this and this and this to the list so I would be crossing out things and adding to the list as I'd read into it and feel into it making sure it felt like the highest version of that category that I desired um in that moment and felt into it. And within <clears throat> within like a matter of a week, two weeks of starting this, I manifested a partner who was everything on my love category list. And since then, this is something I've, do- I've done, um, I've been doing since then. Because it works. It's not just that I've, I've manifested this career that I currently have from doing that. I've manifested a lot, some of my spiritual like, developments that I've had because of it. I've manifested material things from that list. I've manifested, I manifested a ton of stuff from that list. I've been doing it ever since. And the way that I do it is I understand that some people are not daily journal journalers. So you just write a list once. I do it once a year. That's it. That's all you have to do. Make my list, read it, maybe not every day, but at least a couple times a week. If you, if you do want to do it every day, great. That's what I did at the beginning. And then as things change, as I manifest things, cross them out, feel grateful for them, add things to the list. So it's an ongoing, um, ever-changing, ever-developing list. And at the end of the year, I go over it and see how much I've manifested and then start a new list. That's the way I do it. You can do it however you want. So it's not like you have to go and write this list again and again and again. Just do it once in a while. Do it every six months. Do it once a month. Do it once a year like me. And then you just read it, read it and cross it out as either you no longer desire that thing or as it manifested into your reality and add to it as new desires arise. Now, why and how this works? This, this is one of my favorite tools because it works and it's so freaking easy. Yeah, you have to spend a little time when you first create the lists. So put aside a couple of hours and really spend some time on your list. But after that, you don't have to then again, like write it again and again and again. You just write it the once and then you go and you just allow it to um, change when you read it again, cross things out that you don't want anymore. Um, so decide, like I said before, it inc- it's, it's step one, decide. So you're deciding your, your, your desires. It also encompasses step two, which is declare. You're declaring your desires by writing it down and, and as if it's in the now. I'm so happy and grateful now that it's here. It's, it's here. It exists. It's now. And as you read it, every time you read it, you're declaring your desires. Um, it doesn't really encompass step three, but if you are, but it, but if you know about the cleanup process or you have a tool in order to do the cleanup process, um, the way that, what I always say is that once you declare your desires to the universe, you will be shown where you need to make adjustments, where you need, where you get to clean out. The universe is always saying yes, so it will show you where your blocks are. It'll show you where those logs in the dams are just from the very act of declaring it. You just have to cultivate that awareness and not take it personally when seemingly negative things happen in your life or around that area, not make it mean that it's not working. Understand that it's this divine conversation with the universe that oh, you're being shown 
this is where there are logs in the dam. And then move the logs. Then release those things. Okay? That's step number three. Step number four, this is get, when you read over it and you feel into your, the stuff on the list as if it were here and you give gratitude and you feel into your heart as you're reading over your list and you're saying, thank you, so happy and grateful now that I have this. You're feeling into having it now. You are being, being in alignment in that moment. The more that you do it, the more that it'll start becoming more and more of your mainstay and then your desires can drop in. So it encompasses step four. Step number five is from doing this exercise, you will be shown aligned action. You will be given intuitive nudges on what to do, on where to move towards your desire. You just, again, have to cultivate that awareness and be very, listen, be open to listening with your intuition and then move when you get that intuitive nudge to move, okay? Step six, that's on you. You have to trust and hold the faith that it's going to come in. And step seven, the receiving aspect. That's again is on you. This is the lean back feminine part of it. So um, the whole manifestation process is a, is a dance between the masculine and the feminine energies. So we're acting, we're getting clear on our desires, we're stating exactly what we desire, we're taking action to get into alignment with what we desire, we're taking action to move those logs out of the dam, and then the feminine. Take your hands off of it. Don't give it the death grip, <laughs> as I put it. Lean back. Get into receiving energy. So that is why this tool is works. It's powerful. It's easy. It's something I do to this day. When I taught my Create and Curate program, which is my manif signature manifestation class, and group program that was one of the very first things I had my students do I have my clients do this all the time and um yeah I pretty much something I give pretty much everyone to do because um two of the most important foundational things that that have helped me manifest consistently and change my life are gratitude and getting super clear on what I'm calling in so um, this is something I talk about a lot because it's been a huge important piece in, in, my in my manifesting, my successful manifesting. And, oh, this is another thing I forgot to mention. After I had been doing this for years, um, I somehow came across, I've been doing this for years and years and years. So... This has been a, this had been a practice that yeah had been came a, become a regular thing. I then accidentally came across something called I think it was called like the Red Book or something. I don't know. It was some like old manifestation book that I, I don't even know if it's even in print anymore. It came into my life randomly, and it was like this is everything you need to manifest. And it was so interesting because he the person the whoever wrote the book it was this very similar process to this. They had you do it. I think they separated it in three categories, um, like by how important it was to you. So like highest priority, mid priority, last priority. But it was a very similar process. And, and you know, it was like this is one of the quickest and easiest like 
thing way to manifest and once you read this book you'll have everything you need so it's very interesting that my process was similar to this like really old effective process i think it's called like the red book or I'll, I'll, I'll link the book down below if you guys want it but i didn't get it from there i didn't find out about this book until like years and years and years after i had already did this been doing this practice for myself and found that it worked and how like really powerful and efficient it was it was just really cool to see that um that something like that existed so so this is the this is the process when you i i wanted to make this episode also because if you already got the worksheet you may think oh god it's more just journaling it's not i really want you to understand how it works it's just a one-time thing that you do and then you you look like you, you look at your list every day a few times a week as often as you can and you allow let it be this ever-evolving list and then from there you can use that list to you know create a vision board um do some scripting journaling um Whatever it is, whatever tools that you like to use, you can reference this list to help you get a clear idea of what you're creating, right? So I hope you enjoyed this episode and this explanation about how this works. I'll include a link to the PDF so that way you can download it and start using it today. If you're in one of my programs already, you already have a version of this list. Um, You already have a version of this exercise and I hope everyone does it. (laughs) And I would love to hear any stories that people have about um, success stories or any aha moments or anything else that came up while they were doing this exercise. Okay. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina Levon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at beyondstardustpodcast.gmail.com. See you next week.